Hello, everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. And we want to welcome you to... December. December. We are on the verge of Christmas. It's like around the corner here. But you know what? There's a lot of homeschool moms that their stomachs just got tight. Because they think, oh, no, I'm almost at the end of the semester and I haven't finished all of the exercises. And we've got more worksheets to do. And, and... And there's practices for the Christmas musical and there's and there's things we need to go to and Christmas parties. And how am I going to get all the schoolwork done? Folks, you're not. It's the most awfulest time of the year, as the song says, right? Because everybody's stressed out. You know, it doesn't have to be how. No, it doesn't. We talked about dealing with stress, but let's specifically talk a little bit about the homeschooler looking at, yeah, this very busy time of year. And it is. I it mean, is. that's that's real. Well, I tell you what, when we started homeschooling how I was in an absolute panic that if I missed a lesson or cut a worksheet short or did every other problem instead of every problem, my kids would be failures in life. Well, that's because if you skip that worksheet, they'll never, ever see that material again in the next 10 years of their schooling. If, and they'll go to college and they'll say, I don't know this. Mom I never learned about to, nouns. Mom forgot to tell me about this when I was in the third grade, and I've never seen it since. First of all, no. <clears throat> that's not the way it works. That's not the way any of this works, folks. No. Because actually, this may come as a big surprise to you, but actually you teach about nouns every year. Right. You teach about everything every year. Oh, yeah. You repeat it again and again and again because kids don't always pay attention. And kids get sick and they miss classes and mm -hmm. they learn a little bit more and a little more deeply every year. But, you know, here's a little secret. Mm -hmm. If they get all the way to college and there's something you forgot to teach them, they can Google it. They will Google it. They, they'll Google it and they'll learn it. And no big deal. Don't be me. I mean, really, honestly, don't be so OCD like that. I was so terrified. I can remember driving across the mountains and it was beautiful. It was fall. All the colors mm -hmm. were, were out. And you know what I said to my child? What did you say? Don't look out the window. We've got to finish this math lesson. Yeah. You look back at that and you cringe. Cringe is right. Because yeah. Because you know what folks, <clears throat> let's face it. If they were in school, would they be paying attention all the time? Nope. Oh no. No, would no. they be there every day even? No, because they'd be homesick sometimes. Something would happen. You know, we really need to realize that, first of all, our kids don't need all this repet repetition to learn. The vast mm -hmm. majority of the repetition is because kids in school, the parent, the teachers need to keep the bright kids busy while they help the kids who are struggling. That, okay, that is exactly what I wanted to bring out, to re recognize that the way that they do things in the institutional classrooms is partly because it's an institutional classroom, not because that's the best way to teach it or the best way to build up these young minds and bodies. It's just, they've got it. They have a practical problem of keeping a disparate group of kids in one place and manageable for well, a certain number of hours a day. Yeah. And so they have to keep them busy. And a lot of that is babysitting, honestly. You know, even when we mm -hmm. were in kindergarten, we went to half-day kindergartens. Right. They didn't, you know, people didn't go to whole-day kindergartens. Now they're trying to keep kindergartners busy all day when really it takes about 45 minutes a day to teach them what they need to learn in kindergarten. 
Well, it, it's it's just one of those things where we need to look at this, this educational task and ask ourselves, what do we want to accomplish at the end of the day? It's not the number of hours, the number of minutes that we did it. It's not the number of pages necessarily. It's I want to get a certain concept across. I want to make sure they understand this lesson. And it may take this child a half hour to get it. It may take this child 30 seconds to get it. And that was really hard for me, Hal, because I felt like if I didn't explain it all the different ways it had in the book, mm-hmm. that maybe I would fail them or something. And then I realized by now I'm right, teaching our right. eighth now. Right. Uh, and we sit down with the math book and she's really good at math. Right. And I'll tell her the title of the of the lesson. Yep. And sometimes she tells me what it's about. And then I say, OK, you're done. And we move on. Yeah. And yeah, we do things, a few problems to make sure she's got it, but I don't try to explain it eight ways if she got it the first time. That's because the classroom teacher is teaching to 20 different kids and some of With them different learning styles, some and of different them backgrounds are apt and some of them are not. And that's why they, yeah. And so you don't have to duplicate the classroom experience when your classroom has a class size of one. Right. You, know, you have one child that you need to teach. And that kind of leads into the idea that, you know what? You're in a stressful time of the year. You don't need to spend six hours a day on school. No, if you do, you'll all go crazy. Mm-mm. No. Instead, you need to loosen up mm-hmm. and make some memories. This time of year is really great for making memories because there are certain sounds, oh, yeah. the carols, smells, clove, and, and evergreen. And flavors. Flavors. It's all and the senses. Sights and all the senses are involved. Right. And that makes memories very powerful. Have you ever been walking down the street and smelled something and been suddenly transported? All the time. Yeah. All the time. One of our boys said he was walking down the street of Shanghai, China. Mm-hmm. And walked past a little booth or something that was selling spices and he smelled cloves. And he said, suddenly I was at home at Christmas because we make this Christmas tea that has a strong clove smell and flavor. Right. right. He said, mom, it was so weird. I'm walking along and suddenly I'm home at Christmas. That's, that is a very powerful thing that you right. can use to build memories that will always remind your kids of the things that you've taught them and the love that you have for them. And, and you know what? It's a very natural thing. Just the traditional yes. stuff we do has those cues yeah. built in. And I think, yeah. I think really the message here is just embrace that. Recognize that there's a value to this other than, well, you know, we really like, we really like the sugar cookies at Christmas time. Well, of course you do. Yes. But there's a value to it beyond the fact that, Hey, cookies are good. It's the smell of the baking. It's the taste of the batter or whatever it is that, you know, that will bring back strong memories. And so that's a very positive thing. Yes. Good reasons. Yes. And and those are things, I mean, this is a time of year. You talk about teachable moments. Do they still talk about that? That used to be a big thing when we were first starting. Yeah. They talk about, you know, finding that teachable moment for the child. And you know what? This is the teachable season. There are so many things that just naturally can be taught and emphasized and learned and built into the kids' lives this time of year better than any other time. Why not grab that? And, you know, like when we make when we make our Christmas treats, we do a lot of Christmas baking. Mm-hmm. I talk about the family members we got those recipes from. Oh, yeah. Talk about your dad, which none of our kids have ever met. He died before we were even married. Right. 
and we talk about your dad when we make the sugar cookies, you know, and we, and we talk, we talk about mama Helen, if you make fudge, and, right. You know, and those kind of things. And it's such an opportunity to build memories and relationship with your kids, to connect them with the other members of your family. Mm-hmm. It's just something that we shouldn't waste or rush through. It's so tempting. You know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we Christians think mm-hmm. that if it's harder, it must be holier. Yeah. You know, we think, you know what? Got to be holy. Got to be strong at this. We're going to do every lesson. It doesn't matter if the whole rest of the world celebrating Christmas. We're going to get our schoolwork done. Yeah. When really the holier thing might be to do the happier thing sometimes. To mm-hmm. say, you know what? I'm going to spend time with our family. I'm going to build memories with my kids. We're going to go hunt a Christmas tree. We're going to decorate the tree. We're going to make a wreath together. Well, you could look at the look at the holy days in the scripture, and yeah, there were days of fasting and days of days of you know self denial and 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 repentance and the rest of that. But there were days of feasting that they said you know drink the sweet and eat the fat. Yeah. It was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be joyful. And so, you know, don't don't think that well if it if it's dour then it must be better. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily at all. So, yeah, so I guess that's probably a number one thing is to say this is a special time of the year. Don't feel like you need to just drag it all through a homeschooling filter. to. There'll be some long days in January that you can get a lot of score done. (laughs) Right. Or, or yeah. maybe you don't need every moment like that. But, but there, there, you'll have mm-hmm. time in January. You need to make sure not to let these opportunities go by. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that that day that you take off, and you go to the Sing Along Messiah, mm-hmm. might create a love for music in your child that they cherish all their lives. Yeah, you know that the you, these opportunities don't come during the rest of the year. Right. Right. And so we need to grasp them. And, you know, it's just such a great opportunity to, to spend the time. We were just recording a podcast with our friend, Heidi St. John. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how do you get off your devices at Christmas time? Mm-hmm. And Heidi said, love is spelled T-I-M-E. And it's so much the truth. And, well, and your kids you know, might want it first when yeah, you say, yeah. hey, let's go make some cookies <clears throat> together. Let's go pick out a tree together. Let's go shopping together. And say, oh, do I have to? And it's easy to get discouraged at that point. Well, but there's so much that's going on that's outside of the normal routine that it it's just very natural to do things together, to say, hey, we're going to do some baking. Let's go in the kitchen and bake things. We're going to go get down the Christmas ornaments from the attic. Let's all, you know, dad and the kids go up into the attic. You know, that's something new. It's something different. And it it's a memory. It's yeah. something that they will remember. It's something that you're naturally doing together because I mean, who wants to carry those big boxes down the ladder backwards by themselves anyway? I mean, <laughs> it's natural to have help. It's and natural spending to be working time together. with mom and dad right. is something that kids crave. Mm-hmm. It's something they crave. It's something they appreciate. It's something they'll remember. Mm-hmm. Whether that is hauling the things out of the, out of the attic and standing on, um, on ladders outside putting up the Christmas lights or whether it's baking cookies in the kitchen or whatever. And you have to, you have to gauge your own kids, their age and their level of business, whatever, to know whether you can just like stride into the room and say, get your shoes and coat. We're going to go do this, you know, or to say, Hey, 
later today, you and I need to go out and find the lights in the Christmas, you know, the Christmas box. If you have your middle school and uh, younger, yeah, you stride in the room and say, let's go do this. And you don't tell them in advance because they'll nag you to death about it. Well, okay. Your high schoolers, or if you have any older kids around college yeah. age kids, mm -hmm. they're the ones that need some warning. You send them a message in Skype or signal or something. And you say, Just, by the way, about two o'clock, we're going to go do this. And I really want you to go with us. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, the, you know, as they get older, they're going to be more independent. They're going to have their own things going on in their, their head. Own agendas. Yeah. And that's okay. That's, we want them to have that. We yes. want them to grow in, because but, we want them to be their own people one day. We want them to to be adults. So we need to start respecting that. Yeah, we want to give them consideration that we would give other adults that we don't just walk into our neighbor's house and say, "Okay, let's go do this." Well, maybe we do, but <laughs> but you know, we show them the consideration. Hey, I know you may be busy. Let's make some plans to do something at a certain time today, yeah. or just later, generally in the day, or whatever. So they've got a warning. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, and persist even mm -hmm. if they grumble. Yeah. Because it's hard to pull yourself away from your devices and what you're doing and mm -hmm. get your own thing. And we all tend to become a little lazy, especially when it's cold outside and we're tired. But when everybody gets together and spends that time together, then mm -hmm. at the end of it, they'll be glad, they'll be happy. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, I guess. You know, relax a little bit, enjoy the season, as it were, you know, to say we're going to be doing a lot of different activities and that means our routine is going to be different and that's okay. In fact, that's a good thing. It's a good thing to have a break. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to put your schoolwork aside. It's okay to cut it down to the minimum even now, December 1st. Mm -hmm. Some people take the whole month of December off. Some take a couple of weeks, but it's okay to back it down to the minimal and spend that extra time doing memory making things. Hal, yes. I want to tell these folks before we go, right. you can keep us speaking and writing by shopping in our shop. Mm -hmm. We have gifts that you will be happy to give your kids, mm -hmm. things that they'll love. One mom told us this week, she said, can you ship it right away? My child's birthday is next week. And mm -hmm. he, all he wants is from your store. So <laughs> you can check out our holiday sales at raisingrealmen.com slash holiday 2021. So to, holiday 2021. And we'll put a link in the show notes too, so yeah. that you can find that. And, um, and, you know, remember that whatever else you're doing, whatever your family is doing, you're doing it for your family. You're not doing it for your social media account. You know, take the pictures, even if everybody doesn't look right, you know, just realize you're not trying to impress the world. You're trying to make an impression on the kids that's and right. on, your, on one another. And, and that's, you know, just let's be a little intentional about that. Relax where the relaxation is right and lean in where that's appropriate. Here, here. Okay. So look, also want to recommend, uh, check out our other website, craftsmancrate.com. Yes. For that's, the most awesome subscription that's box That's where you can ever. find our subscription box. Um, Ages 12 to 92, someone said this week. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got subscribers and users of all ages and that's been good. And also, if you've got a you got a comment or question or something you'd like for us to deal with on the podcast, um, how about call and leave us a message on our listener response line? That's at 919-295-0321. Okay. All right. So get our holiday sales at raisingrealmen.com mm -hmm. slash holiday 2021, holiday 2021, and Merry Christmas, y'all. All right. So until next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye, y'all. 
You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.